This is Radio Maria and this is Culture Tuesday for you. Today is September 13th and I have got a special guest with us today. Father Toby Lees is often about learning how to become a priest director in Italy and I have with us Natalie Orifici. Natalie Orifici is a diocesan advisor for formation and mission at the Archdiocese of Birmingham. And we have teamed up with her and her team in Birmingham to present Women in Scripture. Over the last two weeks, we have been broadcasting her stories of Ruth, of Abigail, of Deborah, of the Virgin Mary, of Martha, the about the hemorrhaging woman. And just Monday, yesterday, we had Lydia of Tartaria. Now, I may have really pronounced that wrong, but I've got the woman herself, the, not the, I'm not going to say expert, but the enthusiast, uh, Natalie here. Hello, Natalie. Thank you for joining us on the program. Well, thank you for having me. It's a delight to be here this morning. (laughs) It is, it is. Uh, The traffic, uh, listeners, if you're in traffic right now, I apologise for whatever traffic you may have. It's the second week of school being back and about, and it is jam-packed here in Cambridge. But for those listeners that are listening at a different time of the day, I'm sure you have been blessed with a lovely sunshine. And Natalie and I are here to continue to accompany you on your journey or in your kitchen or in your garden or wherever you may be listening to us today. Natalie, Natalie, bravo, bravo for such a beautiful series. But you don't do it alone. You you go through the Bible and you're looking at these different women, but you have another person accompanying you as well. Who are these other co-hosts or folks that are joining you to talk about these women? Well, there are other women in the Archdiocese of Birmingham because I wanted to give all women an opportunity to share the women in script, the woman in scripture who inspires them, and there are so many of them. There's just so many women packed in the scriptures, and it came from a little idea, I think, during that first lockdown of, oh, what could I do? What you know, what? How could I reach out to people? What could I do? And then I was on this walk, and suddenly this idea started to grow. Oh, maybe focus on the women in the Bible, but what do they mean to other women? And then I thought, mm, that, yeah, that sounds okay. And then I went to mass and the idea came back and I thought, okay, this is quite strong. So I had the idea and I thought, oh, this would be a good idea for somebody else to do. I would love <laughs> to listen to it. I like to listen to things. As you just said, when I'm in the kitchen preparing dinner, I listen to all sorts of podcasts, and Radio Maria and things. I enjoy it while I'm chopping the vegetables and sorting dinner out for the family. But then I, I then spoke to my daughter who was about 13 at the time. Ooh, and dangerous I walked age. through and she was so enthusiastic about learning about the women in scriptures. But she turned to me and said, my favorite woman is Veronica, Aww. who is actually not in scripture, but she was so enthusiastic. She said, how brave was she? Imagine it, going up and wiping Jesus' face. That was so brave. And I was so I got insight into my daughter, and unfortunately, she couldn't do one because um, Veronica's tradition, not scripture. But it was really exciting to hear about her. And then I, um, I started to contact women, and I just, with each of these women in scripture, I fall in love with all of them because it's so exciting to get to understand them and see them 
walking with God to our history and um, so many of the stories could just be today. I mean, just set today in our own circumstances. There's nothing that they face that we haven't faced, you know, that we don't face. And we can learn so very much from them and their faithfulness and their trust in the Lord. It's so true. It is so true. And the picture of someone walking, listeners, if, you, if you're ever thinking of any films from the Bible or that the show Chosen, in my head, you've always got the woman in action, always. You don't have, oh, no, 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 that's not true. But a lot of the women are in action. They're moving, they're following, they are preparing, they're on their knees and they're in action. But that's not exactly true because I just remembered our dear friend uh, from the sisters, Mary and Martha. Dear Mary was a good one to sit <laughs> and listen. So there's always such a variety of, of types of women, but uh, it's good. To, it's, and, and they're so relatable to today, like you said. When you were going around... Well, let's go. Let's go. Before we got, we found out your daughter's favorite was Veronica. But have you had a favorite so far? Well, the problem is my favorites change because I'm quite sure. So, like the classics, like Mary Magdalene, Martha is actually my confirmation saint, and I have such love for her. And I like the way she speaks up. She speaks out to Jesus. And I can be like that in my prayer sometimes as well. I'm not afraid to tell him when I'm getting impatient. <laughs> and like, come on now, let's let's get this sorted. So I I, I think she I think I think she encourages me to do that, B. But um and Mary Magdalene being the woman of the resurrection and the apostles, the apostles, and of course Mary, I mean. How can we, I can't, none of us could ever um, overlook Mary in any way. But I love discovering these women and hearing about how they impact other women. Yeah. Because I think, oh, well, all of our faith, grow, we, we know that faith grows by listening to ha the faith of other people. And I just find it so encouraging and interesting to hear other women speaking about this particular piece of scripture that they've heard with this woman and to have their insights. I've it, It's been a total joy actually recording the podcast because I get to exp I explore and investigate the women myself, but then hearing other women and their responses is so encouraging. I absolutely love it. It's true. And it makes me think this must have been what it was like uh, for Mary Magdalene or any after Jesus's resurrection for the women. I, I, that role of I'm going to come and I'm going to let you share your story with me or let's talk about this. There's not a lot of letters to <laughs> to Rome to, da, 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 from the women, but it's that nurturing part of and that encounter that they probably are having behind the scenes and that we see throughout the Bible and that you are reenacting through letting these these relate this relationship that's grown between you, uh, the woman in scripture and this other woman. So there's like a three way mm. relationship and evangelization happening in that moment. Oh, let's, uh, my, my, I, I love Martha. Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> I'm a big Martha fan. Uh, I recently though, 
I've been doing Bible in a year with our good friend, Father Mike Schmitz. I say good friend. I've never met him or anything like that, but he's grown on my heart. We, well, we all feel like we know him through his <laughs> podcasts and things. I mean, yeah, so we feel like if he walked in, we know exactly who he is. And that he would know what we're talking about. We're like, oh, yeah. Father Mike. Uh, so he... I got to learn about Miriam more from uh, the sister of Moses, and and she is my she is also one that would be like poking Moses like oh we need to do this we need to do this. Uh, but also dancing and full of joy and uh, so that was that has been and that's just this year that I've discovered her and so it was it was discovering her and I'm like I wonder I need to know more and more about these women in scripture and that's how we came across your lovely podcast and it has been listeners I hope the same has been for you for these last two weeks it has been uh, identifying and connecting with the women of today, sharing it has really been a blessing to me and knowing, oh, there's another person that feels that same way or, oh, how she went through that process. I, I can take that same route or, or, or I can take that inspiration. So, oh, Natalie, brilliant, brilliant program. Uh, how did, how did, now, what was the process? So for our listeners out there, because I think there's lots of lovely women and men and young people okay. that are thinking, oh, what about a series about animals in the scriptures or, 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 or boats? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Uh, how, how would I go about uh, getting a diocese, uh, a near the archdiocese of Birmingham? How did you go about uh, getting that created and sharing it with so many people? Well, I spoke to our lovely communications department because I had I had the idea and I wasn't sure it should be me, but that's just that's just because I think, oh well I would enjoy listening to it. I don't enjoy listening to myself like most people. So that's fine. I don't like listening to myself. <laughs> but I do we just explore different ways of recording. So I basically just record the I interview the women. So we so I began recording during lockdown. So I couldn't go a bit like you on the radio. I couldn't go into a studio and invite people in. But I needed to start because otherwise it'd just be an idea that never happened as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, I record over Zoom. So I record the podcast over Zoom. So if any listeners are living within our huge archdiocese of Birmingham, any women who have a favourite woman in scripture, then please do contact me. Find me on the Dyson website and send me an email or phone Phone me. I would love to hear from you and we can record over Zoom and I can talk you through the process, which is very simple and gentle because it's about um, exposing these great women of our history, exposing them and um, giving them an opportunity to shine. Mm. And shine through you shine through each each of the women because god tell you know women have been throughout salvation history and have a lot to teach us all and they're we named have... they're named as well it's not yes. just i mean the, some of the women are just the the woman at the world the hemorrhaging they, they don't have names but uh, but they, they were important enough that Jesus or the Lord wanted them remembered to be part of, like you said, their salvation story. So they, it's it's good that we bring them back out to light even more. Yes, I think. I mean, they have so much to teach to teachers. I have learned from them how to just be faithful and patient because I suffer from a great deal of impatience. And if you read their stories, their patience in prayer and trust in the Lord has 
taught me to think, okay, just hold on a little bit longer. Keep trusting, keep waiting because they're beautiful examples. They are. And it's also for, for, our, for our men listeners, I know my sons love, love, love hearing a story and it doesn't have to be a man or woman. It doesn't matter. But hearing this, the conflict that they have to go through and then their favorite part though, watching yay but is retelling it so listeners this isn't just a podcast or a broadcast for women it is it's just the scripture it's good story it's it's our salvation so it's a great chance and when you do listen don't let it just rest on your heart keep spreading the good news and resharing the story with others yeah, I, I would add, it's not, it's, although it's about the women, it's not just for women. It's not a big feminist rant or anything like that at all. And I must say that actually the people who are most likely to contact me to tell me they've enjoyed listening to me have been men. So it's the men who have emailed or if they have my number, text me to say, oh, I loved your podcast, the Women in Scripture podcast. I've just listened to Ruth or I listened to whichever one it was and I really enjoyed it. So, and that was a a really good surprise actually, a rewarding <laughs> surprise because it's it was to highlight the women and um but yes. Hallelujah. It is for everybody. <laughs> My father would, uh, he hasn't got, he's in America, but he, when he starts listening, I'm sure he's going to mention, oh, this is good. Uh, your mother should listen to this one. Your mother should. <laughs> so that's how it's going to, that's how it's going to go. Oh, uh, let's talk. Let's, uh, so Natalie, bravo, bravo. Listeners, if you want to listen, this is available as a podcast. So it's available at any time you like. You can find them on the Archdiocese of Birmingham's website, which is birminghamdiocese.org.uk. And the website is fabulous. And if you look in the latest, that's where you can find all the news in the Archdiocese, all the events. And there you have it, podcasts. And you'll see all of Natalie and her co, her all the people that come in and help her out uh, speaking about all these women. There's 13 now, but uh, it sounds like uh, there should be a season two or something coming up. And listeners, you can help make that happen too. So get in contact with Natalie. Her contact details are on the diocese's website. And let's see, let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. But Natalie, I'm looking at the Archdiocese of Birmingham's website and there is so much happening and you are an integral part of that as the diocesan advisor for formation and mission. What does that mean? Well, (laughs) (laughs) that is a huge, huge, a huge task actually, but we all need formation in our faith. I think any of us who've ever taken any time at all to study a bit of theology or get want to get to know our faith a little bit more, realise, oh, wow, this is just like a tiny drop in the ocean. There's always so much more to discover and explore. And I think we've just, well, I know, we've just seen as a result of the, um, the synodal pathway that we've all just been through, that people are hungry and desire to know the Lord more. And they really want to know their faith more. For many, many, many people have um, only received any formation through through uh, sacramental preparation. You know, that's been the main form. But actually, people of all ages want to know more. 
but some are very often not sure where to start. Now, it may be that you're in a particular parish or place where there's lots of formation opportunities and that is absolutely wonderful and great. But my, um, I've just, I've been working for the diocese for a number of years, but this is a new role. So we've just been through a restructure and I began this new role in July. <laughs> so I'm in the process of producing some, which need to be produced very soon. They are started. So producing some great, um, well, hopefully great resources that parishes and deaneries can use for formation. So that days of recollection, some programs to discover parts of the faith a little bit more, and they're being um, developed and written at the moment. So I hope to be able to launch some of those in the next month or so. Keep us in mind at Radio Maria. We would love to, to help with any launches or any any resource things. And listeners, I think that's something to think about in whatever parish you may be at. We this we feel like oh we need more 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 and mm. and we're asking so much of our parish priest or our deacons and listeners a lot of their role is to pray 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 and shepherd and we as laity and we as the domestic family and domestic church are taking on and we're asked and we're encouraged to take on more of this role of evangelizing of formation and so it's lovely that the the diocese is helping any kind of parish with resources so that the folks can concentrate on what their charisms are what they need to be the praying the being one-on-one encounter and allowing these resources to help everybody else uh, have a live and vibrant parish yeah because it's our baptismal duty to to do this it's our you know it's not just down to the priest as being baptized in christ we too have to come to know him and love him and serve him and should desire our own formation so i'm very much hoping that i can help that to help that to happen and there are lots of wonderful resources already available and so with these resources, uh, listeners, don't just have it like, OK, good, I've got this. It is, again, like Natalie did with the series of women in scripture. It's that dialogue. It's that talking about even if it's uh, if it's my dear Augusta listening now, if it's you sharing with uh, someone else in the parish. Oh, did you, I heard this women in scripture program. This might be good for you to listen to. That's one type of evangelizing, but there's also creating small groups and talking about what you've learned or what you've watched. Uh, And in the family, especially taking that time, perhaps watching these resources together, speaking about these resources together. It's that together time, that encounter with one another that really helps uh, (laughs) give uh, fertilizer to the seed. That's a really bad metaphor (laughs) but you know it it, it feeds it it nourishes it brings fuel to what the little car that the diocese is giving you yes because families do you know families have a really important role to help faith grow i know personally you know a lot of it was the seed sown by my own mother and grandmother which i you know i've done so much since and so much prayer and learning but it was those their seeds and their prayer and their witness of I felt that Jesus and Our Lady lived at home with us. Aww. You know, they were they were in they were in the house. <laughs> and if my one wish was that you know that my children might feel something of the same or might be able to say that 
when they're older and they've left. So I I hold on to those holy heroes of my mother and grandmother. Oh, oh saints, mama saint and grandma saint. Oh, I love it. I love it. Is there anything that the diet, anything uh, you'd like to share with our listeners that's happening? Uh, you guys just had the Commonwealth Games. Is that what happened this summer in Birmingham? You've, you've had a lot happening in that area. Uh, is there anything yes. coming up for, for any of our listeners in, in the area that might you might want to spark their attention? Like, oh, oh. Well, I think it w- we have to mention this great tour of St. Bernadette's Relics. Ah, yes, please. Which which are definitely, well, are coming. St. Bernadette is on her own pilgrimage to England, which is super exciting. I'm not sure where she is right now, but she is coming to the Archdiocese of Birmingham. And now I need to look at the dates, don't I? I should have had these dates. You look it, it up is- and I will, I will delay it. They're, they're coming to Cambridge, October. You keep looking up yourself. Yeah. Uh, they're coming to Cambridge, October 15th. And this is a lovely tour, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of us try our best to get over to Lourdes to be uh, with St. Bernadette and where Our Lady appeared to her. But this is in these unprecedented times we're able to have her come and spend a little bit of time with us uh i it's uh, i think it's a bone or two but it what happens is is they have it in this beautiful it's not a tabernacle because that's where we keep jesus's body but it's in this reliquary home it almost looks like a little miniature castle and you have it and you have some time dedicated for adoration but it's there in a church which is important so the eucharist is there so we are not praying and worshiping this relic, but we're having St. Bernadette accompany us in our prayers to Jesus. And that doesn't happen physically that often that you can have a saint physically there, hold, not holding your hand, but right there with you as you pray. And Bernadette helps intercede for us in our wants, our needs, and also in our thanks and our joys. All right, when's she coming to Birmingham? Well, she will come. And there's lots of, there's always lots of miracles associated with relics because the saints are superheroes who get, who help us with our prayer. So do come. She will be arriving at St. Chad's Cathedral in Birmingham on Friday, the 7th of October at 6 p.m. Now, you may need to look up times or might want to reserve a special place. So to go onto the Archdiocese of Webs- Birmingham website. So she'll arrive at the cathedral on Friday, the 7th of October and she will stay there until Saturday the 8th of October when she will leave at 7pm on the 8th and from there she was in the in the Archdiocese up in Hensford we have a shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes and she will be travelling to there and arrive at 10pm in, Hemf- in Hensford at the Our Lady of Lourdes shrine and um there will be she will be there at for night prayer there'll be night prayer at midnight and then sunday the 9th of october there's a day of prayers veneration of the relics there'll be a mass with the archbishop bernard longley at 4 p.m and then she will our huge diocese so she's going to travel south we're making sure she's covering so she'll be central north and then she'll travel south to bista and she arrives in Bista on Sunday, the 9th of October at 9 p.m. And she will be staying there until 
Monday the 10th of October at 2pm. So there's lots of opportunities either at St. Chad's Cathedral or Our Lady of Lourdes Shrine in Hensford or the Immaculate Conception Church in Bicester. So go onto the website, the Archdiocese of Birmingham website and have a look at the full tour and do, do come because I'm sure it'll be a great time of prayer. I've got an idea, okay. Natalie. I've got an idea. Okay. All right. While you're traveling to any of these locations, put on your podcast, Women in Scripture. <laughs> and then as you're waiting in line or as you're going to the toilet or visiting the cafe or something like that, uh, find another person and go, oh, 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 have you, our Birmingham, so amazing. We have this Women in Scripture series. And oh, I love this Ruth's talk. Da, da, da. And and you'll be making St. Bernadette proud. You'll be making Natalie proud as well. And it'll be beautiful and it'll be full circle. Oh, and the miracles will happen. It'll happen in that encounter, in that moment that you have, and it'll be beautiful. Yes. Oh, Natalie, we have run out of time. This, I 30 minutes is never long enough. Natalie, could you um, end our program in a prayer, perhaps, perhaps for your diocese, uh, for, and for all the women and, and men and own folks that might uh, need to hear the good news and the good word and the good stories that you've shared? So, thank you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Well, I thank you, Lord, for this time this morning and this opportunity to share. And I thank you for all the holy men and women who've walked before us, who've walked before us trusting and knowing that you are there with them. I ask for the intercession of all the holy men and women in the sacred scriptures who have so much to teach us and knew you, who knew that you never leave them alone. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for being incarnate and coming in this world to show us the way forward, to bring us the good news. We thank you for always being with us, for walking beside us each and every day, for sitting at our side when we are in sorrow, and for rejoicing with us when we're filled with joy. And we ask that you intercede for all the people listening, that they may know the joy of knowing you. Amen. Amen. Father, son. Amen. Natalie, thank you. And God bless you. And do keep us in touch. We would love to help share any of the good news that you guys are doing. And oh, I'm looking forward to season two. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank God you bless. very much. Bye God bye. bless. Bye.